all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hi, everyone. Another week of health and happiness is upon us. Well, that's really what I'm wishing for you. And if you're just starting to get on your journey now, I'm so proud of you. I really am because everyone starts somewhere. And even committing to this 30-minute episode shows that you are taking your health more seriously as a result. And life's going to get better. Here's a few things before today's episode. Our liver love is back in stock. This is one of our best sellers and it's been helping a lot of people many, many years over. And you will see that because this episode is important, you will see that this is worth mentioning because the liver is worth mentioning every time we have an episode. And it's also a big, big, big key to weight loss. So my recommendation is to stock up if you're considering it or already a fan of liver love and you want more because as we grow, the demand for it continues to increase. And we're doing our best to keep it in supply, but I just thought I'd give you a tip for all those listeners out there that we are back in stock. And if you haven't signed up for our free bi-weekly newsletter, please do so. It's a Q&A style, and it's another way to get some fun health facts and hear real-life scenarios that perhaps you could gather some real great information from. Sign up at mswlounge.com. Today's episode is going to be all about what to do when your weight loss journey has plateaued. I have such a big heart and soft spot for people going through this. I myself have lost 45 pounds and kept it off for over 20 years. And since I've been at MSW Lounge, I've been able to help thousands of other people do the same with their weight loss. And so this is also coming from a personal experience when I talk about this, because like I said, this is near and dear to my heart. But there's so much that other people probably won't tell you when it comes to weight loss. And there's so much information out there when it comes to weight loss that it can be confusing. But this podcast is going to give you a great start. But understand that even though we're still learning, there's going to be troubleshooting along the way. So don't get discouraged because we're all in this together. But today, hopefully you learn something and you might even figure out something uh, of a way to kind of fix what's going on with your weight loss. And I believe in you. You got this. So let's get into it. Class is in session. The first way to kickstart your weight loss if you've plateaued is to try an elimination diet. An elimination diet is a great way to help figure out which foods don't agree with you. Now, there's lots of different foods out there you might be consuming at this moment that you think are agreeing with you. Eggs, fish, milk, peanuts, shellfish, soy, tree nuts, and wheat are some of the most common foods that can cause irritation when they are digested. But they're not the only foods that can cause irritation in your body. And keep in mind, if there's irritation, if there's any type of digestive issues, especially when it comes to digesting food, you will have inflammation because of this. And when it comes to weight loss, one of the reasons why you might not be losing weight is because you're still inflamed from the foods that you're eating. And we have to look at the foods really hard because there are some foods that people eat that they think are healthy. Corn is one of those things that people think it's a better option than wheat, but corn's very hard to digest. And quite frankly, there's no nutrients out of corn. So you can just kind of toss that out the window. But things like cheese, 
people tend to think that cheese is very healthy for them because it's a healthier fat. But a lot of times people have a lot of trouble digesting uh, dairy. And a lot of times people, especially with keto diets, will be surprised to know that dairy is still inflammatory. And if you remove dairy from your diet, or if you haven't yet, remove it from your diet and see how you do in the next couple of weeks. And maybe that's an extra kick in the right direction for your weight loss. But a lot of people tend to think, okay, I'm eating fruits and vegetables and these seem to be great for me because they're, you know, they're healthy, real food. And you always will hear me say, yes, real food, eat real food, eat real food. I want you to understand how the food reacts with you. So here's what we got to understand. When it comes to an elimination diet, when you eliminate the foods, at one point you're going to have to reintroduce them back into your diet. So regardless of whether you're taking things out or putting things in, the reason you're doing this is because you're responding well to the foods you choose to eat. Now, if I choose to eat avocados and maybe strawberries, maybe even chicken eggs, I know how I respond to that because maybe, let's say 60 minutes later, I will check in with myself after I've eaten the avocado, after I've eaten the chicken eggs, and I see if I'm bloated. I see if I am in pain. I see if I need to go to the bathroom. And a lot of times people don't ever think about this with their elimination diet or even their weight loss journey. But you are what you eat. And if you want to lose weight and even maintain it, you have to make sure that you are watching how you respond to the food you eat. And for some people, there's lots of different stressors that they don't think about. Tomatoes could be one of them. Tomatoes, for me, I tested as a sensitivity to. And if you've ever thought about what foods you're sensitive to or have allergies to, there are tests that you can check. An allergy is different than a sensitivity, by the way. Allergies, you could have anaphylactic reactions like peanuts where your throat closes up. Or you could be like me who has a sensitivity to tomatoes. And if I have a sensitivity to tomatoes, I have indigestion whenever I consume pizza. And so you think, oh my gosh, I couldn't, how are you going to eat pizza? I'm like, you're right. It's, it's, it was difficult at first. I had to figure out a different way to eat pizza. And then on top of it, I love salsa. I cut out tomatoes from my diet for probably a year and a half. I'm not even kidding you. I stopped eating tomatoes for a whole year and a half. I basically cut out all nightshade vegetables that included peppers. And I'm in Texas. I've grown up in Texas my whole life. I love salsa. And I didn't have salsa for a while. And guess what? My stomach got flatter. I lost more weight. In fact, I'll tell you this. When I cut out tomatoes completely from my diet for a whole year, I finally had a six pack. I wasn't trying to lose weight when I cut the tomatoes out of my diet because quite frankly, I don't think I need to lose more weight. But I thought about all these people that have digestive issues that always come into the clinic. And we talk about weight loss and they want to lose weight. And I, they say, I've tried every diet. I've tried more, working out more. I just can't seem to lose the last little five or 10 pounds. So that really deep dive into the diet. And I say, okay, let's eliminate every possible food that could be causing irritation and inflammation that's holding on to weight. What could it be? And I said, let's try cutting out tomatoes. And I cut it out for myself. It worked for me. I recommend it to other people. Guess what? Other people, they started to lose weight. And I said, oh my gosh, we're on to something. And I looked back on my food sensitivity test and another thing that was there, I was sensitive to almonds. And I said, oh my gosh, let me go look into almonds. And by the way, almonds aren't a nut, they're a droop. So I had to go deep dive into this, but I looked at nuts and tree nuts and I said, okay, these can be inflammatory for some people. And, and you might say, well, I've been keto, I've been paleo, I eat nuts all the time, you know, I eat cashews, I eat walnuts. I said, well, guess what? Sometimes they can be very hard to digest and sometimes they can cause weight gain. And you might be eating all the protein bars and eating nuts and all of a sudden you say, you know what? I don't think I really digest this that well. Cut it out from your diet and see what happens. In fact, if you want to do a true elimination diet, do it this way. Eat one or two ingredients for a meal. 
piece of beef, piece of avocado. See how you feel 60 minutes afterwards? Did you have bloating? Did you have pain? Did you have rashes? Did you have constipation? Did you have a headache? Were you tired? If the answer was no to all those things, those two ingredients agreed with you, you are now allowed to continue those two ingredients eating continuously going forward to help heal your gut and promote weight loss. And the next ingredient you add, I would suggest adding one ingredient, add broccoli. See what happens when you add broccoli because a lot of people don't do well with broccoli. I do well with broccoli, but sometimes people have gas with it. That means they're not digesting it well. So you back up and say, nope, broccoli's not ready for me. Maybe I'll try garlic. Oh, garlic worked for me. Maybe I'll try grapes. Grapes work for me. You see what I'm saying? Because if you go to a fast food restaurant, you can't control your diet with an elimination diet at a fast food restaurant. I have no idea what's in that burger. I have no idea what's in the cheeseburger or the tacos. I mean, there's no t there's MSG probably in there, right? Corn oil and all that stuff. So elimination diet to kickstart your weight loss journey. Try it and see what happens. The second way to kickstart your weight loss journey, if it's plateaued, fasting. And I'm talking like prolonged fasting. All right. Now, let me tell you the difference. I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. And I'm also a big, bigger fan of prolonged fasting. Fasting is when you don't eat. When you eat, you're in a fed state. Now, from a biological standpoint and a physiological standpoint, the human body thrives better in a fasted state when we don't eat. And when the body eats, it slows our body down. And I don't know who told us as humans that we need to consume three to five meals a day. That's not true. In fact, I don't know who told us that we need to consume 2,000 calories a day. That's not true either. Because I've talked to plenty of people, including myself, that have done three days to six day water fasts and not ever consumed food during those time periods. And I was just fine. Now, granted, I don't recommend this for everyone because you have to prepare your body for, but think about this. When you're in a fasted state, your body does better, which means how many times do we actually get in a fasted state if we are eating one or two or three meals throughout the day? And if you think about weight loss, I will tell you this right now. My thoughts on nutrition is very different than it used to be when I first started in practice. When I first started in practice, if you wanted to lose weight with me, I probably would have said, okay, you need to watch what you eat and you need to eat real food and try to do paleo and so forth. Nowadays, I say, you want to lose weight, don't eat. And you say, well, that doesn't make any sense. I don't want to starve myself. I say, no, there's science behind this. I want you to eat when you're hungry. That's the real key. So you have to fast yourself to get to the point where you actually get hunger pains. Because if you eat three or four or five meals a day, you're never hungry. And chemically speaking, there's hormones out there that control our appetite. And if you eat four or five meals a day, you suppress your appetite, just chemically speaking. It's a hormone called leptin. And when leptin is high, you've eaten a lot of food. Just like when you've eaten a lot of food, insulin's high. Leptin's just as high as insulin. And if you go look at it, we have studies here that show with people, especially when it comes to weight gain, there's insulin resistance that's rampant in weight gain. And I don't want to assume that you have problems with your insulin, but if you gain weight, you probably have a problem with your insulin. You're probably eating too many foods at the wrong time, and that's spiking your insulin. And anytime you have insulin resistance because your insulin spiked, you have high blood sugar, you could be at risk for uh, heart disease and diabetes, cardiovascular disease, dementia. Insulin resistance is not a good thing. But if you've had weight gain, you most likely are dealing with it. Even though they look at your labs and say you're not a diabetic, that doesn't mean that you haven't spiked your insulin. Because you can be insulin resistant and not be considered a diabetic. In fact, actually, you can have insulin resistance for 10 or 15 years before a doctor comes along and diagnoses you with diabetes. So in those 10 or 15 years leading up to the diagnosis of diabetes, you've been gaining weight. Let's be honest. Internally, you might be gaining weight. If you're not gaining weight on the surface, you're gaining more visceral fat around your organs. And that's insulin resistance. 
And so when this happens, you're inflamed. And you think about how this affects your hormones. Well, insulin spikes, leptin goes up, but leptin, like I keep saying this, this hormone leptin, the reason I want you to fast is because fasting helps regulate leptin and insulin, the two hormones directly involved in our metabolism and our appetite. And if you've gained weight, you have problems with insulin and you have problems with leptin. Because if you have insulin resistance, I almost guarantee you probably have leptin resistance. And when you have leptin resistance, you chemically do not have an appetite. Like never, you never have an appetite. Leptin's main job is to go to the hypothalamus, which is in the brain, and suppress your appetite. So you have to imagine if you've been overeating, your body's telling you put the fork down and you never hear the signal. So when I tell you to fast, I'm not telling you to starve yourself because you're going to lose weight that way and you're going to burn off more calories. No, I'm saying you need to stop eating because that will help control your leptin spikes and your insulin spikes. That's why I like fasting. And honestly, if you were a diabetic and you are a diabetic and you're listening to this podcast, you need to control your insulin and leptin, which means you need to incorporate some kind of fasting into your diet. There's tons of research that shows intermittent fasting is beneficial for your metabolism and your insulin and and diabetes. I'm going to go so far as to say prolonged fasting is even better. And we have some studies in the research articles listed in the show notes that you can go in and deep dive with that. But just remember, if you think about you've been plateauing, change your diet or better yet, eat when you're hungry. And if you're not hungry, don't eat. And for the diabetics out there who can't go that long, it's because your blood sugar is dropping. You need to actually incorporate more healthy fats and healthy proteins in your diet to help your insulin. That way it doesn't spike and that, uh, that way it doesn't cause your insulin to fluctuate throughout the day and it's more sustainable. So if you have problems with blood sugar and insulin, start eating more avocados. That can be your new snack. And avocados are known to help with the liver and that's going to help burn weight or or help with uh, burning energy to help lose weight. The third way to kickstart your weight loss journey, especially if you're plateauing, is to get more sunlight. It's essential. Sunlight gives us all kinds of great energy. But what's fascinating about the blue light that we get from light is that blue light exposure increases the release of stored fat in our fat cells. Yes, if you get more sunlight in the morning, the light that's being emitted from the sunlight directly goes not only into our brain to help make things like serotonin and dopamine, the sunlight goes into our body and goes directly into our fat cells and apparently it causes us to increase fat burning and the release of stored fat in our body so then we can use it for energy and we can also lose weight. That's incredible. I mean, imagine, has anyone, a nutritionist or a doctor ever said, hey, if you want to lose more weight, go outside first thing in the morning and get more sunlight? Nope. Well, here you go. Go get more sunlight first thing in the morning. Try to do it every day for the next 30 days. One, you're probably going to feel better. Two, you're going to be healthier as far as your immune system. And then three, you might have lost a little bit of weight. And with light, I just want you to keep in mind, there's a big difference. You're not going to get this with fluorescent light. You have to get real sunlight. Okay, And for all you biohackers out there, you can't hack your way out of sunlight. Even with their infrared panels, it will help, but you got to go outside and get some sunlight. There's nothing that replaces actual sunlight. The fourth way to kickstart your weight loss journey is to have more cold exposure. And like I said, for people who have plateaued out here, this is a perfect example of something to try. If you have had trouble losing weight lately, I want you to go jump into a cold tub with cold ice water or go one of those cryotherapy places that has those cabins that you stand in for three minutes and you shake and you shiver 
Or better yet, you go do a cold shower if you don't have access to a cold plunge. Either way, when you get cold exposure, your body shivers, right? And if you shiver, guess what you do? You increase the energy in your body. If you shake, you're burning up energy, you're utilizing that energy to stay warm. Guess what it does to your fat cells? It makes them healthier. And if you shake in the cold long enough, you might burn up enough energy to help you lose weight. It's called thermogenesis. And if you go into cold therapy, let's say you go do the research, they have shown that cold exposure increases brown fat around your belly. Now, we have many other podcasts that talk about this, but you heard me mention the word leptin earlier. When people gain weight, they don't actually gain more weight in their feet. Their fat cells get more inflamed and they grow. So when you gain more weight, think about you actually have increased fat cells that are inflamed around your belly, your chest, and all the other places that you hold on to your fat. So when you want to lose weight, you don't actually lose more weight. You shrink or uh, detox your inflamed fat cells. And the organ that's going to do that is the liver. Most people don't have a healthy liver. So the next way to make your fat cells healthy and not inflamed is to expose them to cold. When you expose your fat cells to cold, especially freezing temperatures, it heats up the, the fat cells. Usually inflamed fat cells are white in color. The adipose tissue, the fat cells that you have around your belly that's found in beer bellies, it's all white fat tissue that's not healthy. White fat tissue makes leptin that goes to your brain to tell you not to eat. And if you jump in a cold tub of water and you start to shiver, you convert that white fat around your belly into brown fat. Brown fat doesn't make leptin. White fat makes leptin. Brown fat, if you're healthy and you make brown fat, brown fat makes a hormone called adiponectin. And I hopefully have enough time to talk about this because hopefully you've never heard of adiponectin, but now this is your first time. I've studied adiponectin for many years. It's one of my favorite hormones to ever study. For years, adiponectin has been found to be a fat cell hormone that comes from healthy brown fat tissue. And adiponectin is one of insulin's wingmans. Adiponectin helps insulin work better. And most people who are overweight or have inflamed fat cells or have gained weight do not produce enough adiponectin to make sure that insulin is doing its job. In fact, if you have inflamed white fat cells, you don't make adiponectin, you make more leptin. So when it comes to weight loss and weight gain, there are three hormones that you should consider, adiponectin, leptin, and insulin. And these hormones all have to be in balance of one another. But if you're like, I can't tell if they're in balance or whatnot, what should I do? Here's how you can tell if you're making adiponectin. Adiponectin comes from brown fat cells. If you're doing cold plunges and you're shivering, you're making more adiponectin. And if you start controlling your insulin, you check your A1C, you check your fasting insulin and lab work, you can also check your adiponectin and see if all those things are working for you. So when you talk about science, I want all these listeners out there to go try something for me. Because first of all, adiponectin is a lab test that anyone can order, but not everyone knows about it. It's usually only ordered when you ask for it. So go ask for your practitioner about it. And if you're really wanting to see if cold therapy is really making brown fat for you, there's two ways to do it. You can go get a DEXA body scan and see if you're making brown fat. They'll do a scan of your brown fat. But then you can also order adiponectin and or your insulin and do a bunch of cold therapy plunges for a couple months and see how it changes your adiponectin and your insulin. And if they improve, you're making more brown fat. That's pretty incredible, right? So could a keto longevity and weight loss be making more brown fat? Yes, it is. 
And if you plateaued on your weight loss journey, you need to make more brown fat. And if you haven't yet, go jump in a cold pool. The fifth way to kickstart your weight loss again is the detox of liver. And here, if you've gotten to this point in your weight loss journey where you've kind of stumbled and you stopped, I want you to keep going. But I want you to incorporate a liver detox now with your weight loss journey. If you started your weight loss journey and you've done the elimination diet, you've changed your diet, you may be starting an exercise routine, perfect, keep going. I want you to maintain this because these are non-negotiables in your lifestyle at this point and there's no going back. I don't want you to go back to what you were doing before. But when you get to the point where you say, I need a little extra boost, I need something else, the liver is that something else. And most people don't ever consider taking care of the liver in order to lose more weight. But here's how we got here in the first place. The reason you gained weight is because your body got inflamed and your fat cells and your liver both became inflamed and more fatty. You ever heard of a fatty liver? Because one in four US adults have one. And most people who have a fatty liver probably have weight gain, like five or 10, 12 pounds around their midsection that just don't belong there and won't ever go away. The liver is what's, what's gonna reduce inflamed fat cells and help you lose weight. And in fact, most people never consider this, but I want you to. If you haven't thought about it and you want to lose an extra five to 10 pounds within the next month, go take a liver detox supplement. I'm serious. If you're like, hey, I could use another five or 10 pounds of weight loss or inflammation going down, et cetera. If you haven't tried a liver detox supplement, go do it and see what happens. My favorite liver detox supplement is our Liver Love by MSW Nutrition. I take it daily, but if you wanted to lose weight, I would probably take two to four pills a day. And here's why. The ingredients in Liver Love help promote liver detoxification. Now imagine if you're inflamed, you've gained weight and you need to detoxify the inflammation in your body that's caused your weight gain. Hence why the liver is important. But if you support the liver in your detox and your weight loss program, be prepared that you're going to clean out your storage unit, which is called the liver. You might even clean out the other storage unit called your fat cells because your fat cells and your liver have stored up all the cheeseburgers and sodas and medications that you ever have consumed. And even though you're trying to lose weight now and you're like, I haven't, I've changed everything in my diet. I'll say, yeah, but did you remove the McDonald's and Burger King and all that stuff you ate like 10 years ago? That's probably still in the back of your liver right now. And if you didn't do a liver detox or a cleanse this whole time, I'm going to say you probably haven't done that yet. That's why you keep holding on to that weight because you're still a little bit inflamed from all the stuff that doesn't belong in your body that you still haven't gotten rid of. Because let's also be honest, if you could detox without the help of a liver detox supplement, you wouldn't be in this position. If you could handle all the food going into your body and it was good food and you were able to handle it and break it down and not have digestive issues, you would have never had weight gain to begin with, right? But here we're at. If you haven't supported your liver at all in your life, there's no time like the better. And for anyone that has a fatty liver, who's trying to lose weight, trying to lose more weight, trying to keep the weight off, that's the secret. It's the liver. The reason I've kept 45 pounds off in the last 25 years is not because I eat the same thing every day. No, I, I change everything I eat every year. The reason I've kept 45 pounds off over the last 20 years is because I've done a liver detox supplement every single day for the last eight years of my life. And that's what got me to closer to the six pack. I started removing the tomatoes and the almonds from my diet. And now I have a six pack for the first time in my life at age 37. Can you, how many people can say that? I mean, I'm in more shape now at age 41 than I was when I it was age 21. And it's because I supported my liver. I did elimination diets throughout the last you know, 10, 12 years of my life. 
I've done tons of cold plunges because I know it helps promote insulin sensitivity and adiponectin production and the lowering of leptin production in my body. And because I do elimination diets, people think I'm always trying to lose weight. But if you had met me, you know, a couple weeks ago, you would say, well, you don't need to lose weight. And I'm saying, you're right, I don't. But the reason why I started my weight loss journey and the reason why I lost 45 pounds is because I was pre-diabetic when I was age 21, which meant I was going to have heart disease and I'll be on blood pressure pills and probably diabetic medications by the time I was 30. I can't afford to do that. No one can afford to do that, but we're slowly doing it to ourselves every single day. One in four U.S. adults have a fatty liver. One in three U.S. adults are pre-diabetic. One in three U.S. adults have heart disease. And every 65 seconds, someone in this country gets diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And you're worried about weight loss. And I say, well, yes, of course, because weight loss is all part of this. If you lose weight, your diabetes gets better. If you lose weight, your heart disease gets better. If you lose weight, your brain gets better. And if you lose weight, you're healthier. Now, I'm not saying everyone has to lose weight. But there is a point at your life that you will probably want to lose some weight. Maybe you've gained a little bit of weight and that's okay. Just imagine you're just a little inflamed and that's why you've kept the weight on or you've plateaued. But just like the on-off switch that is your light switch, it, it can be a little difficult to turn off the inflammation, but it is possible. Using these five tips to help you with your weight loss journey can get you started in the right direction again. And of course, if you need a supplement, I'm telling you right now, my most favorite supplement for jumpstarting your weight loss journey is our liver love by MSW Nutrition. Please use our code Nurse Doza to get a discount. And if you choose to do anything else with your supplements, feel free to include liver love as maybe a non-negotiable essential part of your weight loss journey. And honestly, if you need a little kick, like I said, go up to three or four pills a day and be prepared for a heavier detox that might get to the weight loss that you are looking for. Always remember how much power that you have in your hands. I have seen so many people turn things around and there's not a doubt in my mind that you can do it too. Until next week, class is concluded. Keep working on your health.